0: Welcome to Get The Job Australia, the podcast created to accompany you whilst you find the job, the one you've always wanted.
1: We're here to provide weekly inspiration and tips to help you along your job seeker journey.
0: Think of us as your personal coach, helping you navigate your way to that employment offer.
1: We also offer tailored services in resume writing, cover letters, LinkedIn profiles and interview coaching.
0: Visit getthejobaustralia.com.au to find out more. Now here's the podcast.
1: On this episode, we'll be talking about five things that you shouldn't brag about during an interview that almost every candidate brags about during an interview.
0: That's right. So I think that this is a really interesting topic because mm-hmm. you need to go into an interview and you need to prove why you're the best and yeah. you need to pull out your strengths and mm-hmm. ah, you know, and it's one of those things, interviews don't happen all the time. Mm. It doesn't happen every week. You don't yeah. get practice. So it's so, it's so hard to know how to do it properly, but On the other side Mm. of it, on the other side of the interview table, Mm -hmm. in the employer's eyes, it kind of looks... When you've done so many interviews, because obviously they see them more than people actually do them, it just looks like everyone follows this same process. Yeah. Yeah. And so, obviously, what it looks like is you get the job offer... Sorry, you get the interview offer, Mm -hmm. invited to come to an interview, and it seems like the candidates go home, Mm -hmm. they look at the job description... They look at what might be asked and then mm. they Google, 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 like what are the best answers to all these interview questions? Yeah. How can I look really good? And yeah. then because you don't read these things all the time, anything will look good to you. Mm, but when yeah. you're the employer and you hear these things all the time, yeah. it doesn't look good. And it Sounds it doesn't, all the same. That's right. And yeah. it kind of loses its meaning.
1: And I'm guilty of probably doing all five of these things, unfortunately. Yeah, but
0: <laughs> they're very common. Yeah, the reason that's, why that's, that's why we're going we to discuss to them. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So
1: the first thing is to say that you don't have any management preference, like management style preference.
0: That's right. So this is a common interview question. What's your preferred style of management? Mm. What style of mani- management do you prefer to work under? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people say anything, mm. right? And or if they're asked, how do you go about? Uh, managers that micromanage you Mm. a lot of people will say it's fine like Mm. I can work under that I can work under anything I'm the best yeah which is I I get why they say that I Mm -hmm. get why you would say that as a candidate because you you don't know what the style of management is for the employer you don't know how they operate yeah so you don't want to be you know causing problems before you've even got your foot in the door yeah yeah however it's just it it's just coming across as ingenuine mm. because no one has no style of management. Yeah. We all have different personalities yeah. and it's we know we gel with different people and mm-hmm. everyone's different. So it's just it loses its meaning.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And that's unfortunate if you really do not mind if you actually are being truthful but mm. 99% of people don't like do have a preference. So yeah. what you could do is be really honest, but be reasonable yeah. reasonable about it and don't create any doubts or risks in the employer's mind. Okay. So you could say something like, I've actually worked under both. Mm-hmm. I've worked under micromanagers and non-micromanagers. And mm-hmm. you can see on my resume, it was this company and this company I was there for a long time in yeah. both. So I've had a lot of experience with both. Mm-hmm. And I would prefer a style where I'm trusted to, once I've built up, once I've proven I can do what I need to do, I'm sort of trusted to go off and do it. And maybe if something goes wrong, then I'm pulled back and I've taught how to do it again. But my preference is to work autonomously when Mm. I can and when I've proven myself. However, I've worked under a micromanager before and I understand that they've got lots of pressure on them Mm. and they, they just need to deliver results. And I also had similar successes working under a micromanager. Mm. So to me, it comes down to the candidate, not mm. the manager. It comes down to the worker, not the manager. That's so, actually
1: a brilliant answer because yeah. that's a roundabout way of saying I don't have a preference because no matter what it is, I have to get the get job results.
0: done. Yeah, well you, well, you are saying you have a preference, yeah. but you're just saying that that doesn't impact your performance. Mm. So no matter what's Mm. on the other side, when you get the job, it doesn't matter because you're still going to perform.
1: Christina, you've got the job. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) That was really good, Yeah. yeah. So the second thing that we wanted to talk about was saying that you'll never miss a target. You always deliver... On, on target
0: yes so and this is a Lies. we can, we can <laughs> talk very personally to yep. this because you and i have worked in industries for mm-hmm. long periods of time where it was very kpi driven yes. and very target orientated mm. and like how many people consistently weekly monthly quarterly yearly how many people hit their target all the time
1: like a very small percentage, very very small percentage. Would you
0: say like 1%? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Round about. Yeah. Yes.
0: And the funny thing is if you're going for a job where there's lots of targets and KPIs mm employers know that most people don't hit them yeah. and they, they've done that on purpose because they want people to keep growing they w- don't want people to get comfortable yeah. once you've reached this target mm-hmm. next quarter you've got to reach this one because we yeah. don't want you to drop or yeah. we want you to bring in more we want to stretch mm-hmm. you we want you to keep making money for us yeah so they know that it's really difficult to meet your targets mm-hmm. all the time yet for some reason everyone comes in and they're like I ha- always meet my targets. <laughs> I always do it every single hour of the day. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm just target orientated and I smash yeah. it out. And so what you want to do to make sure you're coming across as honest and someone who's not bragging about stuff and it's mm-hmm. not losing its meaning is that you can be really honest but again, finish the story off in a way that doesn't leave any risks in the employer's mind. So you can say something like, in this job, uh, I honestly didn't meet my targets for six months. And mm. by the way, I'm telling you an interview answer that I've personally said myself. Ooh, okay. So I said, uh, it was one of the recruitment roles in a recruitment agency. Um, I said, for the first six months, I, I was actually, this is my first role in recruitment. And it took me six months to meet mm. my targets. And I had wow. to learn so much as a brand new field. Yeah. And I had to... But what happened was towards the end of that six months, Mm. I was starting to gain some momentum and you build up your relationships and you just learn how to do it and Mm. hear other people in the office doing it. And so it gets a little easier. Mm. But, you know, after that six months from Mm. that year, like from that point onwards, I met my target every week and it got better and better. But initially, no, because I was still learning. And so...
1: That's a truthful answer. It's
0: a truthful answer and it still got me the job.
1: Oh, that's a personal experience. Yeah,
0: because they know what it is, what it's like. Yeah. That is actually the truth. You can't mm. like you talk, you're talking about something that they see every day. Mm. So if you come in and say from day 1 yeah. I meet my targets, no, they're going to know that that's a lie.
1: Yeah, and they've probably hired a lot of people that took them 6 months to catch up to the target so if you're going to come in and say i'll hit the ground running and get to my target in the first month that's obviously a fib
0: yeah yeah yeah. you've got to have some really strong things in place before you say that which we'll talk to in the next point
1: which is to say that you're a hard worker yeah of course you are of course you are (laughs) it's a
0: no surprise (laughs) literally everyone says that and you might actually be a hard worker Mm. and i'm not Discrediting that statement. Yeah. Um. But this is one where there's a vital step you need to include if you're going to say you're a hard worker or allude yeah. to that fact. So if they say to you, "What makes you different?" and you say, "I'm a hard worker," or mm. well, don't end it at that. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like everybody says that. <laughs> yeah. Everyone says that. So yeah. what you need to include as a vital step is you need to prove it. You mm. need to prove it. You need yeah. to whether it's like. The time you invested or you worked two jobs at one stage or you invested uh, like you were studying and, and working full time or you were taking more actions than your colleagues. For example, you were mm. doing more sales calls or you were doing more. I don't know. I can't speak about any other industry. Mm. What's what's something from your industry that would show you're a hard worker?
1: Um, I guess working overtime during the month end. Mm hmm process of, as an accountant yeah as an accountant yeah 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 um pff, target i mean <laughs> yeah like things things of that nature yeah to like make sure that the financial statements coming on time
0: mm-hmm.
1: um chasing people that haven't responded to emails regarding you know types of receipts that haven't come in
0: what about like the number of employees salaries that you look after
1: I mean, there's targets to get the payroll done on time, of yeah. course, but yeah. that's not really a challenge as such. But things like getting out financial statements on time,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that that's something that is definitely a target.
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah. you could
1: say, yeah, you work. Um, you have processes in place that yeah. um, ensure that you get the results on time and you can yeah. elaborate whatever yeah, that is.
0: Exactly, yeah. yeah. So if you're going to say, uh, like... Don't just describe yourself to the person. So when they're like, what makes you different? I'm a hard worker. Mm. I'm diligent. I take initiative. Well, Mm. like, don't just describe yourself. Anyone talk is cheap. You've got to actually prove it.
1: And you could say like, especially when it comes to industries where it's like skills based,
0: like Mm -hmm. accounting,
1: Mm -hmm. um, that you're not just a hard worker, but you work smart. uh, Because you can work hard and work overtime and produce the same results as somebody who works smart and gets Mm -hmm. the same results Mm -hmm. in less time
0: exactly which means they can sort of take on more yeah 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 exactly
1: yeah so the next thing that we could talk about is um how candidates always say oh they're perfectionists and they have attention to detail (laughs) immense skills in attention to detail
0: (laughs) this this always comes in what's your what's your what are your weaknesses? Mm. That's always the question.
1: Yeah, uh, guilty. Uh, I've said that so many times. <laughs> my
0: biggest weakness is that I'm a perfectionist. And I
1: care too much about this company. Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're only bra- we're only bagging this because you and I have said it, yeah, right? Yeah, of And course, and yeah. other people have said it too. But I think it's important to see how ridiculous it is. Mm. And that's, I mean, I would personally rather know the truth than than like you know my feelings not spared does that make sense yeah so uh yeah so you're a perfectionist firstly you're not a perfectionist okay because and nor should you brag about being a perfectionist yeah perfectionism is linked to so many uh, like mental health issues, like mm. depression, anxiety, obsessive compulsive disorder. Yeah. Uh, what else is there? There's uh, deliberate self-harm, eating disorders, because you're oh. a perfectionist is someone who tries to get unattainable things. Mm. That, and okay. and you kind of lose track of everything else that's important. Right. And yeah. you get stuck in this idealistic world. Mm. So you're not a perfectionist. Mm. What you are is probably thorough, mm. careful, mm. You take your time, you're not rushed, conscientious, yeah. but you're not a perfectionist. Mm. And so what the suggestion for this is, and by the way, so many people say that, and people have actually said to me when interview coaching, they say, well, I say I'm a perfectionist because I, I really am a perfectionist. Mm. No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. You may be, you see hidden details, but yeah. you're, a, you're not a perfectionist. To me, do you know who is a perfectionist as a, as like a character? Mm. You know um, the redhead from *Desperate Housewives*, Bree oh, Van de okay, yeah, yeah, who is everything's in line and you know there's not a hair out of place, mm. but and she's so focused on this facade yeah. that her relationships slip and everything else, mm. everything else okay. is in shambles. But yeah. the outside world, it's it's, it's perfection, perfect. okay. right? And it, she lives in this idealistic world. That's yeah. a perfectionist to me.
1: I was thinking Sheldon from *The Big Bang Theory*.
0: <laughs> I don't think. Oh, He's, I guess it's subjective. anyway. So. I guess it's subjective, isn't it? It's <laughs> yeah. subjective. Yeah. But obviously both those characters, they have flaws. Yeah. So why would you brag about being a, a perfectionist? It's mm. actually not a good thing. Okay. And again, over time, when you see lots of interviews... Everybody loses, says
1: that, yeah. It it's loses like... its meaning. Yeah. So
0: that's why I'm saying, no, you're not. Because there are so many people that say that. And then mm. you work with them and they're definitely not perfectionists. Yeah. <laughs> so what you should do instead is say what you actually mean. You say... I'm thorough, I'm careful, I don't send out an email to a client without checking it a few times. I don't post things on your social media as a marketing person without going through a strict process, you know? There's other ways to say you have this perfectionistic Mm. traits, but you're not a perfectionist. So don't say it and don't put people off.
1: Yeah. So what is the fifth thing that a person shouldn't say?
0: nothing there's no more There's only those four
1: (laughs) i thought there was five things
0: oh yeah no no there's only four things (laughs) oh okay never mind
1: (laughs) we just only four things we just edit that somehow i don't know
0: (laughs) (laughs) i mean if there was any more there probably are things but i think these are the ones that i have personally seen over and over again okay and just if you can address these things you're already in the running to make yourself stand out
1: yeah okay well, thanks for joining us on this episode, and um, remember to check us out on our website, which is getthejobaustralia.com.au Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn, and we'll see you next week with probably the last thing that you shouldn't brag about during <laughs> But I don't know; we'll see what happens. See how we go. <laughs> see you then. Bye. Bye.